1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: You heard big voice. Hey, man, we are live in Kennesaw, Twin Peaks location. It is Dukes and Bell. Glad to have you listening. Hanging out with us, a lot of guys hanging out at the bar. Mike, a couple of regulars have already made their way yeah, in. Yeah,
3: man, look who's here! Our man, take look at our boy right here. We always joke around. He looks <laughs> a lot like you. Again, one of the great American movies of all time, Roadhouse. He's the guy at the end when they finally get Brad Wesley. He goes, a big bear fell on me. That's that's our boy right here. Looks also, just like him. Want to give a shout out to Mark, who's a big history nut, big Civil War, which I, you know, you and I are huge history nuts. Yeah. So Mark, every time we talk here, we talk about all the Civil War battles here in Metro Atlanta, et cetera. He took the time to go online. And basically, find my great great grandfather's information from Gettysburg. Okay. Who fought in the one of the Irish brigades. Uh, in the, there's the 69th and the 88th. And I know a little bit of the history, but he's got, I can't wait to get, download this when I get home. He just gave me a computer disk with all this information on that's it. That's very cool. So that's really cool. You guys are the best. we got the best listeners out there. So very neat stuff. Mark, that's awesome. That's pretty cool. Can't wait to send it to my kid brother. I'll I, go to my brother. Look at
2: this. That's cool. Okay, Andy, good conversation. Yeah, I know. He just doesn't get excited. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm excited about, these NFL playoffs. Uh, coming up, guys, we'll talk more about our Hawks in tonight against the Knicks. Pre-game, 7 o'clock, tips at 7.30 tonight right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We were talking about Trey as we started the show today. Probable Trey's going to play. It looks like he's going to be fine. You know, you list all these things, questionable, mm. probable. Ooh, I think he's going to be all right. But he is the ankle, right? The, the, he's right. a little banged up. We saw, well, we the saw it the other night. And now,
3: again, that was a great debate you and I had yesterday with the listeners. Was that a byproduct of his unselfishness because he wasn't as 100%? Why he was less? He was reluctant to take those threes, more, less jump shots? And
2: he still got to the basket, still got to the free throw line. And I was going to say, some of the moves he made it didn't look like he was nursing an ankle. Like he was making hard moves and step backs. And I'm like, okay, if your ankles bother you, you're not doing all that. You're going to be a little bit more cautious, but either way, uh, let's hope he's on the floor tonight, going for win number five. More on our Hawks coming up. But, Chris, let's get to an NFL blitz. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the NFL. With news and notes from around the league, this is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. Well, Mike, you mentioned this to me earlier. I was not aware, but uh, we talked about Anton Walks passing mm. away in a boating accident. Right. So the Panthers were supposed to interview Sean Payton, and you guys know we've been telling you Sean Payton's making his rounds; he's interviewing all these open jobs. Right. But Mike, they postponed it. Yeah, uh, Tepper again. It's it's just like
3: Arthur Blank has united in the Falcons. They've got their soccer team and they've got their football team. And out of respect for Anton walks and uh, dealing with the tragedy, they're just kind of tabling any business uh, for the you
2: know, for that t- group of teams at least for the weekend. Very respectful. Yeah. Very respectful. So as much as we talk talked about Dave Tepper wanting to be what Arthur Blank is and Atlanta has uh, with his soccer team and certainly his football team, that's a classy move. All right, let's hear from Brian Dable, guys. I got to say this. Most pressure this weekend for me is on the Bills. The Bills Mm -hmm. are supposed to be the team. This is their year. This is supposed to be the year they take the next step. They have all the pieces in place. And, you know, when you start talking about what it is for Josh Allen to take that next step, which you'll hear him in just a second, I just want to put that out there. If you're asking me, well, who has to win this weekend? I think it's the Bills. Yeah, I, I mean
3: this this was the year. And again, because of the uh the the uh, the injury what happened up there with Hamlet, you had to basically lose home field. They if they can if they win here, they're coming to Atlanta. Yep. But if they don't, I mean you could argue that this was the year they were supposed and they would have had they been able to win that game. And again, they were losing at the time of the injury, but when DeMar Hamlet goes out, but this was a team, Carl, everyone said when they beat the Chiefs earlier this fall. There you have it. They're number one. Now everything goes through Buffalo. So there is pressure. I think the Vaughn Miller thing is big. Chuck thinks the other guys can step up. They've got skilled players. It's about Josh Allen making good decisions for 60 minutes, I think. Yeah. So he, can't, he can't get crazy. When he starts to get a little wobbly, that's when things fall
2: apart. All right, Chris, let's hear Josh first, and then we'll hear Brian Dable because we're talking about the Bills. Here's Allen talking about what it means for him right now. What is his mindset? What is his mindset?
4: At the end of the day, that's that's all that matters is winning the football game. Um, it's by a one. It's by a hundred. And again, these are one-week seasons from here on out. Everything you got, it's it's uh, like I said, win or go home.
3: You and I were talking about getting an emotional lift, having uh, Demar Hamlin out there on the field. He is still. In recovery, and apparently he still has to be on oxygen. There's an article in ESPN that says he's upbeat and positive, but despite being out of the hospital, still has a lengthy recovery, they're talking about. Still has his heart monitored regularly. So I think some folks are saying, boy, wouldn't that be something. And I still wouldn't rule it out if he could be there maybe for the coin flip or for
2: the opening of the game. Yeah, I listen again, that place is already electric. Right. If they are able to do that, um, and I think, Mike, everybody, when, when we heard he was doing so much better, I think it's just human nature to feel like, hey, a guy's up. He's out of the woods. He's out of the woods, right? But he's still not 100%, guys. He's not back to normal. Whatever normal was for him as a professional athlete, he's nowhere close to that. So two things. They
3: sacked Josh Allen seven times the Dolphins hit last week. They did. Now, can the Bengals bring that kind of heat? And then can Buffalo, as we just told you earlier, they've got – backup backup guys now playing offensive line
2: yeah in this game well the the, the d lines are going to be crucial and you know Tr- uh, chuck just told us trey Henderson is uh, hendrickson is really the only per- pass rusher they have but they're able to still bring blitz packages i think mike whoever makes what quarterback uncomfortable if it is josh allen at the end of the day who ends up throwing two picks and maybe costing the bills or if it's burrow who rarely makes mistakes and finds himself throwing into coverages. I really think that's the team that's going to ultimately have the edge here. Josh Allen, to me, if he loses this game, and it's not solely his fault, but if he loses this game, right, you can't tell me he's better than Burrow anymore or continue to tell me that he's right. better than Burrow. And he certainly is. You know, everybody wants to put him on, on level with Patrick Mahomes. I don't even know that if he loses this game. I think this is a must win for Josh Allen. We're putting mm. him on a pedestal. Right. We continue to talk about how special he is. And if Burrow advances again this year, is Joe Burrow. And everybody else, because this has been unbelievable for them to get to this point. Remember, they lost those first two
3: games, and they went on an eight-game run. But think about some of the things that happened to Josh Allen this year. The fumble in Miami. The fumble against Minnesota on the goal line, right? You've got, I mean, and then just bad decisions forcing the football, too many turnovers. So he he cannot. If, all right, real quick, over under in your mind, over
2: under turnovers for Josh Allen in this game. One and a half. I'd say this. I was going to say one and a half. One and a half. That like, means two sports fans. And, and the reason why, Mike, is because he tucks it and runs. Right. And there's a chance somebody could poke it out, and it's a fumble. Get on it. We'll see. Brian Dable's the coach of the New York football Giants, guys. And this is what I was talking about. We got into that Josh Allen discussion. I think the pressure's on the Bills. Let's talk about the Giants. He's saying that, you know, it's about the team. He's trying to take the pressure off Daniel Jones, Mike. He's not wanting everybody to say, hey, if Daniel Jones doesn't do this or that, it's about the team. Here's Brian Dable.
1: It's all about our team. That's You know, we try. it's not an individual sport, but, you know, coach, player, trainer, you know, we all have jobs to do. And I expect those guys from, you know, their work ethic, their commitment to the team to, to go out there and, and give it their all.
3: Now, one thing for certain, uh, Daniel Jones has made a lot of believers in uh, New York Giants football fans. So I would imagine that, uh, you know, you're bringing him back. They're going to figure out how, they're gonna con- how the contract's going to look. But beating the Vikings is not playing the Eagles. No. The Vikings defense is abysmal. And he was able to like He made great decisions. How much of that is he's evolved under Dable
2: or how – open and how blown some of those coverages were with menacelle well we're gonna see i mean this is going to be the test for him i don't know if he'll play as well as he did last week that's a stretch but he might not have to he just doesn't have to make mistakes like you're talking about he doesn't have to run for 78 or 80 yards and throw for three touchdowns he doesn't have to necessarily do that if he's not making mistakes move the chains make smart decisions put your team in position to score mike it is hard to score on the Eagles' defense Guys, they, they give up less points than anybody in the league. So, you know, Buffalo's giving up, like, 17 a, a, a game. The Eagles are, like, 14, 13-something, mm-hmm. 13, thirteen five. They don't let teams score a whole lot of points. So, Mike, points may be at a premium, and that's when you start pressing. Right. We get in the red zone. All right, I got to score. I got to make a play. And then you turn it over. They've beaten them really bad. They also played very close
3: in the Giants. But that was, of course, Jalen Hurts the first week back off the shoulder. Yep and hasn't been the same in Philadelphia. They're saying that he's going to be good to go and have everything in the playbook for Jalen Hurts this week.
2: All right, we've been talking about what Miami's going to do next season. Their quarterback, Skylar Thompson, was talking to the media. Everybody's having these exit interviews, guys. Coaches are speaking. GMs are speaking. You know that these teams that are now out of the playoffs. Miami lost last weekend. Skylar Thompson was talking about just being grateful to step in for two of Mike. I'm expecting he thinks he's probably going to be back there next
0: year.
3: Looking back at all the things that I've experienced, man, I'm super grateful. Because, um, like you said, you know, um, I mean, Brock Purdy is doing an exceptional job right now. Um, but I'm very fortunate to be in the shoes that I am and get the opportunities that I've gotten.
2: And I think that's the mistake, right? All these teams are looking at Brock Purdy, going, "Well, we can do. We got a backup guy that can step in." I got a seventh rounder right here, and he, what he was, he was picked just a few pops right before he was. But it's the system and the team around him. Yes, it is not Brock Purdy coming to. I don't know, pick the worst team in the league and throw Brock Purdy on it, right? Texans. What is he doing? Right. They're they're going nowhere. He's Davis Mills. <laughs> He's Davis Mills, <laughs> and I like Davis. Um, as far as you know,
3: the Dolphins. Don't rule out Who knows where Brady's going to land on the Monopoly board. Uh, One thing that happens this year, Carl, this time of year, coaches start interviewing. Yes. And how much of a distraction does that become when you're interviewing and you're trying to formulate a game plan? The reason I bring that up is we just mentioned the Bengals, the Bills. Brian Callahan. Yes. Interviewing with the Colts, the Bengals offensive coordinator.
2: Yeah, and I think, you know what, I think my guys get afraid that they're going to lose out on an opportunity or an interview opportunity. And so they end up taking it. But you can't tell me how you can focus on the job you need to do when you're more worried about impressing the team that may be interested in right. you.
3: Day before you got the biggest game of your life. It's hard. I mean, you know, he did to coach the Super Bowl, so one of the biggest games. But he's interviewing right now. Friday afternoon, he's doing a teleconference with the Colts. I don't like it. I don't like it if I'm a Bengals fan. I don't like it. I didn't like Shanahan. Like we didn't like Shanahan no. being distracted
2: before the Super Bowl. No. The, when, when he was talking to the 49ers. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe you don't see that much in it. I just don't like it. I think you need to do the job. Right. And then, you know what? It, like like Dale said, and then I'll go and interview after the season's over. Okay, here's a new wrinkle.
3: The NFL likes printing money, right? We've learned that one. Of course. Like any business. What if this Atlanta game if it does become Buffalo in Kansas City is a sellout and it's bananas J- uh, Florio put it out there I know he's always you know doing the muckraking thing and pro football talk the idea that the NFL sees dollars in making conference championships neutral site games will happen I can't believe they would even think won't about happen. that will happen defeats the entire purpose of the regular season to fight for the number one seed
2: won't happen this is an unusual circumstance that we have never had to deal with this is the alternative that we came up with, and I say we as in the competition committee, there's no way that's happening, and you're going to kill fan right. bases and their opportunity to maybe experience an AFC or NFC championship game mm. after your team's won all these games. That's silly.
3: That's why sometimes guys with Florio take it with a grain of salt. He literally just, to fill a column, throw stuff up on the wall and see what sticks.
2: Let's hear from Eric DaCosta. He is the general manager of the Ravens, talking about Lamar situation. This was yesterday. The entire Ravens organization, everybody. Oh, we want Lamar. We want Lamar. We want Lamar. He's back. He's going to be back. We can't wait to start these negotiations. This is their general manager.
4: Well, it certainly takes two to tango, but uh, I think Lamar and I have a great relationship. I think we communicate uh, quite often. We spent some time together today, as a matter of fact.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, it's and? Sad. How'd that go? And? Kind of a dangling participle right there. I mean, like, what? what, what, what and then what happened? Then you had Ice tea? What happened? Yeah.
3: And then Lamar said, thanks for nothing. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know. You're, you're going to let him get involved in the O.C. decision, which makes sense. You and I used to – remember we debated this with Matt Ryan for years. He's your franchise quarterback. He should be. He takes up all of your cap. He should be. Why wouldn't you have him involved in who the new O.C. was going to
2: be? The only problem becomes, Mike, if you allow that and then you franchise tag him, he still may not be back. That's just it, because these guys. Now you could remember, you could
3: uh, hypothetically franchise him two years in a row, the way the uh, then Redskins did with Kirk Cousins a couple years back.
2: Yeah, I. Here's the deal: Is his heart going to be all in if you don't give him the long-term deal? Right, and you would be the average of the top five, which would
3: get him in that Patrick Mahomes, yeah. Kyler Murray, yeah. Deshaun Watson money, but you're not getting the giant signing bonus that everybody's looking for. That's that's the that's the money which sets
2: you for life. All right, guys, we got more to get to. It's Duke's and Bell. Yeah, man, no man's on the way in about twenty. Minutes. We're gonna come back. We're gonna chop it up about who you. The game. Yeah. Ain't no Party like a Duke'sville party cause a Duke'sville party don't stop. That. That's right. That made me, that made me laugh. Uh, you good, made me. You know. I ch- good good <laughs> job, ch- big voice. Hope you guys are having.
3: You guys having a decent Friday? That's what I like to hear. We got our usual suspects. Folks are boozing it up. We got some hey man Ale. The guys are throwing it down. The guys again. The people with their computers out as if they're really working. Come on.
2: Yeah, I know. It's come a. On. It's a sham. Charade. Come
3: on, And we had one guy, we're not going to name names, came over and said, you off the clock? Yeah, let's not mention that. So we're not going to mention that. So, But we appreciate him playing hooky yeah. with well, us over here at Twin Peaks in Kennesaw. Here until 7. We've got a lovely server. She's awesome. You know why, Carl? Why? She's got glasses on. And I like the girls with the glasses. Oh, goodness. The librarian thing. We've been over this. The, the Adam Ant video for Goody Two Shoes. Who's with me? Yeah. One person's with me.
2: Yeah, that's what it is. What? Uh, That's what it is. You (laughs) never – have you ever had a thing for girls with glasses? Yes, of course. Okay. My wife wears glasses. See? And I'll be honest, she didn't for years. Right. And then she got her glasses and literally came home. I said, I like those. (laughs) (laughs) That's
3: why When Becky doesn't have the contacts, I'm like – she's like, not in front of the dog. You know, (laughs) like last night in the kitchen. And she says, uh, why do you like them? I go, I don't know. I just like them. It's just, I don't know. the. You know what? That could be our game winner for tonight. What's that? The school teacher you had the hots okay,
2: for. Okay, all right. What? All right. The first, cr- oh, Chris,
3: stop it. No, the Chris first is crush.
2: right. This is going to go completely downhill immediately. It
3: doesn't have to be a woman. Maybe you had the hots for your shop teacher. Understood. We're not judging. It's I, 2023.
2: How many men teachers did you have in your entire Elementary actually middle school or high school experience. I didn't know. Was it different in Texas? One. No. The, the gentleman behind me just said it. One. Okay. We
3: had Mr. Coach. No, we had, <laughs> we, had we had coach. Well t- gym teachers don't, don't count. <laughs> Typing teachers don't count. Driver's ed teachers don't count. That was all your coaches. We had Mr. Heckendorn. He had a piano in the class. Yeah, he's you know he's How many, Mike? I had three men teachers
2: throughout your entire, throughout entire yes, and that's why it's gonna and, go downhill. Well,
3: but my favorite was <laughs> Mrs. Johnson. She came to our 30-year reunion. Still looks great.
4: I had probably seven or eight men. Wow, I had, had a couple had a couple of middle school, See, cause uh, it's, some that, in high school. That's uncommon. Yeah. It is.
3: Um, Mr. Peppy
4: was history.
2: I tried to think about all the male teachers that I was. Yeah. yeah. I was, and then uh, everybody else is women. You're right. Mr. Pritz. I'm giving him a shout-out because yeah. we just recently played golf together. He was my yeah. daughter's third-grade teacher. He's wow. Now, he's now a principal. Oh, cool. But he was the only one that she had now that she is in high school. I think she's had two in high school. Right. Just, it's, there's not a lot of – and when you talk about men being right. men teachers and role models and, and influencers as far as being – you walk into a class and you have a man teacher, you always were like, i got to pay attention. Right. There was something different. Uh, anyways, I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, maybe well, we'll explore it
3: a little no, because we do this. I forget which day of the year is National Teacher Appreciation. Oh, it's May. We always do the teacher appreciation. Yes. We talk about your favorite teacher. We do it every day. Yeah. <laughs> we do it in May. Yes, because that's usually when it pops up. Yeah. Tuesday, May 9th, in case you're wondering. But, no, but in all honesty, because I don't want to sound like my dad, but because curriculums have changed from what we learned as children, those teachers, do you have those connections that we did? Because I can still tell you my my top ten teachers, right? Boom, boom, boom. Right I think down the so. Line. I, I do. Think all so. the teachers that I had a connection with, that you enjoyed, that you actually, they
2: made an impression on you. I'm still tied with them. Well, some teachers invest in you, and right. you realize it, and those are the ones that you remember. Right. So I and, mean, and for me, it's a couple of coaches, baseball yeah. coaches. Yeah, it's not every teacher. Right. So, but we do appreciate all the men and women who are out there getting it done. It's Dukes and Especially Bell. if you're in your 20s and you're wearing glasses. It's Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Let's talk about our Hawks, guys, because they have a big game tonight against the Knicks. All right, and we were talking about this earlier. I don't know what the Hawks are going to do at the trade deadline. Mm. You're probably saying, why are we worried about that right now? Because if this team looks like it did the other night and you feel like we can truly go on a run and we are maybe a top-four mm. team in the Eastern Conference, don't you think we need to tweak a little bit? Some of you may say, ah, oh, well, you know what, well, the Dukes, let's just stay the same. Let's, uh, well, why do we need to tweak? Tweak? This team has not been as consistent as we thought it would be. Now, Mike, if things turn around over the next, I don't know, 10 games, right. then maybe Landry Field says, oh, we don't need to do anything. But I do think if that is the case and you are trying to move somebody off this mm-hmm. roster, I would prefer to move Bogey than I would John Collins right now.
3: Now, the question is, do you want to swap salary for salary? Do you want to get a little bit lower in your number? Because let's be honest, we, the reason Red Velvet's not here is we don't want to get into that luxury tax. So you could move on from John Collins, but you think there might be a complete retooling? I mean, you got one more year with Dejounte Murray, then he's got an option to get out of here. Yep. Um, you've got uh, DeAndre locked up. I'm just thinking. I'm thinking out loud. Maybe get Bogey to your point earlier off the books. So that would make room for AJ Griffin to kind of flourish and blossom because Nate would have to get more than 22 minutes. But do you want to get a permanent replacement for John Collins, or is you're cool with renting players for this, no, no, uh, this no, no, run? No, 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 Listen,
2: I, I just want to have the best team we can have right now on the floor, and when we get past the trade deadline, that's your squad. Mm. So moving to the, towards the playoffs, however you view what that team is going to be able to do, you've got to feel really good about it. And, and I think right now when you talk about, you know, where we're at with Trey and DJ and, and when Clint's healthy, the development of Okongwu – I think we're fine with J.C. being here, man. I, I would tell you guys, let's go let's go make a deal for Bogey and maybe go get some more scoring mm. and shooting, and maybe you allow A.J. Griffin to get some more minutes. That's only going to help you down the road. That's the move that I'm looking at right now. Everybody keeps saying, oh, J.C., J.C., is that the move that really helps you get better towards the playoffs. Part
3: of the reason now we're just getting back over 500
2: is we deal with the injury bug, right? Yep. We all kind of started,
3: but you and I were literally just talking about after Thanksgiving and then everything's starting to drop. Is Deandre Hunter going to stay healthy? See, that's I mean the thing. Guys who've been banged up in the past. Is that, is that going to change
2: now this year? So here's the deal. Cause I don't want to start
3: trading pieces. If I do not got the depth, and i start running run out of
2: offense. How does Landry Fields and Kyle Corver now look at a guy like Deandre Hunter? If that's the case, Mike, mm. DeAndre Hunter got paid by the last general manager, which was Travis Link, right? right. I, I don't know how those guys view those players. I mean, maybe, maybe Kyle Corver's like, look, we're still developing him. He's going to be great. And I keep asking you guys when he's going to be great. We're four years in. I mean, I'm supposed to wait till year eight before I feel yeah. really good about a guy like DeAndre Hunter. I, I don't know. I mean, he shows up, but he doesn't show up. And yeah. that's always been my issue. But No, he's too inconsistent. The other
3: night you talked about it. You know, pops for a three, hits the side of the backboard on national television. Now, in this case, remember, the the coaching, the general manager in the front office that made a lot of these big moves, you gave them a contract extension just over a year ago only to basically turn it over in less than a year, which doesn't make a lot of sense. And that goes back to the Athletic article with whose vision is actually running this thing right now.
2: All right. uh, Ball movement. Turtle, let's hear Nate McMillan talk about this because that's the other thing we did the other night with the Mavs. We moved the ball. You had... You had every starter in double figures, mm. eight guys in double figures. That is key. You're not going to get that every night, but that should be the goal. Mike, assist, moving the ball. This is Nate talking about it. You know, ball moving is something we've talked about all season long, and you have to have that, you know, especially I think now uh, teams are playing better basketball. They're going to take away your first, your second option, and if you're getting into your third, fourth option, normally you're going to get a pretty good look. And that's just not settling. That's what we're talking about. Listen, there are always going to be times that you can come down. You can hit early, you know, what they call early transition shots. You can get easy buckets with guys running to the rim. Mm -hmm. But when that's not there, you don't have to rush. And I thought we did a good job of that. I would like to see more of that, Mike, tonight with the Knicks. Take your time, man. We can get good shots. And I thought we got good shots, and guys were knocking them down. I mean,
3: of all the games, it's funny because no sooner were we wrapping up the show last night at 630, we had the usual provocateurs on social media going, oh, now you're in love with the Hawks. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, they got a four-game win streak. They just played their most complete game for four quarters. Yeah, don't get it
2: twisted, guys. We want our teams to win, but I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke up your butt about when the team is dysfunctional or guys are not performing at a high level or the expectation of your superstar, he's not living up to it. I'm always going to give you that. But that doesn't mean I don't want my teams to win, okay? So when yeah. they win, yes, I'm going to tell you that hey. they won, and we totally support them wholeheartedly.
3: But there's nothing to complain about, there's really nothing for us to complain about. I mean – if Nate starts doing some screwy things with the rotations, if Nate doesn't challenge when he should challenge, you know, if Nate doesn't call a timeout while the team goes on a 14-0 run, we're going to call it out. I'm still not sold on Nate, to be honest with you, but it's hard to argue with the recent results. And, again, in light of all the controversy with the article about Nick Wrestler and all the different visions of the team and why Schlenk is no longer here, yeah, I mean, perhaps that does or does not translate. These guys care, they don't care, or they've just accepted as part of it and they tuned it out.
2: Maybe. Maybe. What do you guys think? 404 741 It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Hot for teachers. I'm getting these tweets now. Come on. See what you've done? Today? I mean, I don't think there's anything. <laughs> All right. Maybe in 2023. I don't want to see the teacher you have hots for. Let okay? me just tell you. In don't 20... send me that. In
3: 2023, in a world we live in, you know, which is, again, I don't even know what color the sky is anymore, Carl. There's nothing wrong. It's wholesome for a young kid. <laughs> pre-pubescent or maybe post-pubescent, having the hots for a teacher, you know, a young, sexy teacher, generally a substitute because you always felt that, you know, she probably had another job when she wasn't. Substitute teaching, issue you, you know what I'm saying? When you're a kid, the, the young hot substitute comes in. You know it's a free
2: for all that day. No work's oh, getting done. Yeah, no, I I remember those days. Sandra Golden just hit us up. She says you might have had the hots for your shop teacher. That was what. She <laughs> <said>. <laughs> Sandra. Well, as we said, gay, straight. We don't judge
3: on this show. It's Atlanta, baby. We don't judge.
2: Yeah, now I do remember, that's funny, I do remember the one that we had a, a male teacher, fairly good-looking <laughs> guy in high school, and all the girls that took his class, right. they all had crushes on him, yeah. right? And they would, you know, we'd be at parties and they'd be like, oh, Mr. Harris, he's so cute. And we were like, "Ooh, that's gross. You <laughs> yes. like Mr. Harris? Ooh, Yeah, Coach P, Coach Poveromo,
3: that's the dude, he was our baseball coach, he also taught English. And the, and the chicks would be lining up for that class, he
2: looked like, you know what he looked like? Stallone with blonde hair. Wow. Yeah, checks were digging that dude back in the day. Coming up, yeah, man, no, man. We're live at Twin Peaks in Kennesaw. Come through. We'd love to get a chance to see you. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio
1: 92.9. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
4: He was one of these guys, too, at senior year. He was like,
2: party at my house. And pe- we would show up and literally right. just hang out at his house and have a, a good time. But there was never any shenanigans, as no. we've seen, with teachers and students and That's, stuff going on. But but I got to mention that because right. he was cool with the, the young girls. The girl, you know, Again, he's a yeah. full-grown man. But the girls that would come to the house, it was like, you guys have a good time. It wasn't about the, the stuff that we hear they about. They do that today. He gets fired. Correct,
3: because <laughs> <He's laughs> no, we our coaches would come to the, the big football parties or the big spring party at the end of the year, and same thing, all the coaches and your favorite teachers would be at the imagine that, at a house party, house because you are graduating, you are gone. Yep, you know. Anyway, on that note, let's get to Squid Bizzle.
4: It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. Kind of makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like we should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. He's six foot one.
2: Not really. From Florida. Kennesaw State. And gives rapid fire questions. <laughs> it's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Bo Morgan. Brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce, Bigger, Better Boulder. Happy Friday, Bo. We're live at Twin Peaks Kennesaw location, guys. This is where we're hanging out today. Love to get a chance to see you. It's been a minute since we've been out here. Great servers. And I've got to give a big shout-out to Jeff. Jeff's daughter, Natalie, just came over and said, my dad listens to you guys all the time. You guys rock. He's on his way back from Atlanta, headed up this way. And, Jeff, thank you for listening to Dukes & Bell and Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. But Natalie works here, so... Jeff, thank you. All right, Bo, what's going on today, man?
4: Yeah, Jeff needs to stop by. Have a have a hay man with us and and Tinker <laughs> over there and have a good time. Uh, yeah, look, I'm 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 irritated. Why? Because yesterday it was 63 degrees <clears throat> and it's a Thursday. We can't do anything. Today's a Friday afternoon. Now it's what is it? It's like 48 right now. Is it
3: really? It was 61 when I was driving up it's, there, at the top down. It's
4: gonna be oh, uh, well, not in Woodstock. It's gonna be um. <laughs> Well, that's right.
3: We're very close to the Arctic Circle. Yeah. Silly <laughs>
4: it's going to be like 52 tomorrow, and then Sunday it's going to rain. No. Oh. We're well, going to be on a couch all day anyway watching football. The games don't start at 3 o'clock. I could play around and in- I could play uh, 27 holes in that well, time well, well, all right. But now I can't because it's going to rain. <laughs> so don't tell me. Yeah, I understand. And I'm, and I'm the D bag for not knowing the price of eggs. Uh, I, I understand the frustration. I get it. I get it. Yeah, because the price of eggs affects everyone. <laughs> I mean you way. have to know what you you have to know what common well, let me tell you something. There's a difference in saying I'm I am i am disappointed I can't play golf on a weekend and saying I don't care what the price is. I just swipe the card. I Ain't just, go. that's right. I don't care. <laughs> I, I, you know, I actually don't care. And by the way, I found a great picture of
3: Vincent Price's egghead today. Remember Batman? Oh, yeah. The, when we were kids in the old days, and rerun the old
4: Batman's egghead. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile. So one guy said,
3: looks like steak." I said, please, sir, I'm not going there. Oh, no, no, no. How no, dare no. you? No.
4: Yeah, so that's the difference in you and me. I i, I, I picked the new mayonnaise d- depending on price. It was like <laughs> sell the other day. You would have just swiped right. the card. Well, so, you know what, then? Okay. I'm, I'm going to get
3: you some RC Cola at the house. Okay, since we're pitching patties. hey, you save
2: wherever you can save. (laughs) Save. Sorry. Uh, Here it is.
4: Chris Chris can relate. Uh, Holy yoke. Yes, that's right. uh, All right. uh, Speaking of food, actually. By the way, I got. Can I give a big shout out today? Yeah. Quick. Go ahead. Absolutely.
2: I got a shout out to Steak Shapiro. I went on uh, buy or sell today. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Big shout out to Sandra. They hit me up this morning. Uh, we had a lot of fun. On the Steakhouse, 9 11. He, 9 11. But he was giving a, a lot of love to our show, Mike, and talking about, you know, our dominance. His words, not ours. Um, <laughs> and and how, uh, you know, th- that he's listened to the show and loved the show. So, big shout-out to Steak, man, way before he got to the radio yeah. station. So, just wanted to give him yeah. and Sandra a big shout And Oren crushed it today with the sound. So, yeah, man, big shout-out.
4: doing a good job. You know, well-produced shows like this one and or- uh, the Steakhouse, that's what they do. They win. That's well-produced. <laughs> Anyways, uh- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened to Carl. He's apparently having a meltdown over here all of a sudden. Um, all right. Uh, you know. Is you all all right, Carl? <coughs> yeah, I'm, he, I'm fine. You need the, the homily? Uh, um. No, I'm, I'm okay. All right. Well, you know, don't choke uh. up when the truth gets so All right. Trevor Lawrence is 37-0 and 0 on Saturdays. Oh, that's 30, true. 37-0. They play Saturday. But we've all talked about Trevor Lawrence went to Waffle House after the win, right? Yeah, and yes. And it's a good thing. So it got me – what's your victory meal? Ooh. Ooh. So what is your victory meal? Because, you know, I, I know I know, uh, Mr. Elitis here has probably got like howls <laughs> or something. And, but, you know, what's your no, victory what's, meal? No, what's the context? Like I'm driving what you, home?
3: What are you saying? He's yeah. eating elk? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I call my friend Bobby Flay over and he whips me up some elk. elk. Be no, I mean, what are, so right. I mean, what's the context? I'm coming back from Savannah. I played a rugby tournament. We won. Am I stopping at a Waffle House? How's that? Man of
4: the people. Yeah. Okay, Mike. Where do you go after All Falcons right. games?
3: What's it to you? I okay, <laughs> gotta, it's not out We may go to Roots, Chris.
4: We may go to Morton's. All right, you, just pl- you just depends <laughs> if we win. You just play. Morton's. <laughs> yes. All right, let's do something. I think most Mort- people Morton's can do. by the way is a hidden gem right downtown, yes, right by is. the hotels. Yes, it is. Yeah. The, do they know the price of eggs there? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. Oh, well, you make the <laughs> you, sauce? You just man. played it you just played a round yeah. of golf yeah. with your boys, you go in the clubhouse. What's oh. your victory, Mel? Uh
2: okay, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um depends on what the clubhouse is serving though. I mean, you know, the menu changes, right? right. They yeah, rotate they
4: rotate that it's menu. It's not that hard, Carl.
2: Yes it is because you're of, overthinking listen, you. it's different things. I mean, if you're asking me am I having the, the braised, you know, the, the braised beef, what right. what are we doing here? Again, Squid, I don't have the kind of fancy schmancy clubhouse you have. I work
3: I play golf with the working man's golf, course, <laughs> Carl <10 laughs> I'll be fine with a hamburger and a hot dog.
2: Alright. Now you're trying to shift this. You want full disclosure?
4: You're trying to shift this. You want full disclosure? Let's put it all out there. <laughs> What's that? Mike and I's golf courses are family members. Okay. Yeah. Right. I can't play at Mike's course if I do have to pay eighty dollars more than my normal price.
0: Whoa. We try to keep the riffraff out Carl.
4: <laughs> So who's an elitist now? Let's, let's be – you want to put out no, on there. Hold on. I
3: can't get on Plantara. Plantara is the fancy schmancy one. That's the one that charged the big money that everybody's trying to well, – I told you this story, right? Yes. I was at this yep. charity event. Why don't you join a Planterra? Like, it was like Amway. Everybody was trying to sell, sell you, you and paying the premium to join, which is a beautiful course. But I not I don't, not, you know, I'm not going to play that much to justify the bump.
4: All right, I'm happy in Canandaigua, by the way. So
2: it's all I need. I'm, go- yeah. I'm going to answer yeah. your question very simply. I- I'm really easy. Uh, give me a, give me a big fat cheeseburger, man. That's my, that's my winning meal. Mm-hmm. I'm easy. I know it's going to be delicious. I don't have to worry about how it's going to be prepared, if it's going to be done right. Give me simple and easy. I'm just going to go big fat cheeseburger and fries. Now, if you're talking about something on another level, like if you're saying, hey, you're winning, uh, mm. you know, something like what Trevor Lawrence just did with, with the playoff game. Right. I think guys get caught up because these guys make a lot of money. That At heart, Trevor Lawrence is a Cartersville boy. Yeah, He's simple. Mm. He didn't grow up with the luxuries of he, – he's not that dude. But, so when he goes right. to Waffle House, I think people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's – that's who he is. And, and
4: to your point, he grew up in Cartersville in Georgia after high school football games. Waffle House. We go to Waffle right. House. He went to Clemson. What do you right. go to? Waffle, Waffle House. House. Right. That's so that's right. his tradition. Another that's one. why I asked, like, what's your, you know, what's your that's meal? Simple, we, we, we literally, easy.
3: if we won, I told you, my dad, you want, if we lose, it's Carvel. If we win, it's Baskin-Robbins. You get a choice of like two flavors or 31. Yeah. So there was always the carrot on the stick. I'm with you.
4: Yeah, so I just thought it was an interesting question because it is. honestly, I go in and get a club. I, I like is. the club. Uh, but, but
2: I'll tell you guys this. It's a funny story. When I first met Kevin Garnett's rookie year in the league, Kevin Garnett going to locker room. We're about to talk to him. He's, a, you know, the first pick or whatever. And mm-hmm. <laughs> Kevin Garnett is asking the trainer for hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Now, that may sound weird to you, but Kevin Garnett was like just a kid who was grinding in Chicago. And like, right. here I am in the NBA. He's like, hey, can I get a couple of hot dogs before I talk to these reporters? Simple dude, man. He's like probably 18 then, right? 18. Yeah, right yeah. school. They go to college. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, this is this is what you do. I don't know if you can take certain things and, and where you That's the example you're talking oh, about. Oh, I'm living proof you can't. You, you just can't. <laughs> like, you like what you like. Yeah. We grew up how we grew up, and this is what I'm going to eat. And, you know, I'm not saying he did that every night, but the yeah. point
4: is you would think that he'd be going to get a fancy yeah. meal. And I know he did many nights, but – that particular night, it was like, "Give me a hot dog." If it was a successful night at the bar, you either went to Crystals or Waffle House. All right. Simply. Maybe Steak and Shake. When you got, when we got a little bit older. If we wanted to sit through a drive-through for, right. you know, because those drive-throughs take. Well, Remember, you couldn't but, get
3: a DUI. You'd sober up in the drive-through. It'd take two hours.
4: Funny when we would go to Cowboys, we had a, a friend that would work nearby, and we would get breathalyzers to make sure. <laughs> we would go to Waffle House. There's a Waffle House right there. It's a true story. It. it like, we did everything safe. Right. We were smart. Walk we were over safe. Old 41 to Waffle House. Yeah, but anyways, uh, it is a tailgate at home brought to you by, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're happy to be a part of this, but the Buckhead Butcher Shop. Oh, they love us. We I will be, be out there, there a week from yeah.
3: today. The new location of Buckhead Butcher Shop. Absolutely. Come by and see Dukes and Bell. And I am squid.
4: super excited about that because apparently that place is off the chain. It is incredible. It's not your average butcher shop anymore. It's an experience, apparently. So, tailgate at home, I'm going to do it easy. I'm going to do a little pizza on the, uh, on the Weber, just, you know, just – Make your own pizza. you can going to get the Publix, get the dough. Sure. Mm. Easy. It's, you know, it's wood smoked. Okay. And boom. So I'm just doing a little pizza for the playoff.
2: All right. Do you guys like lamb chops? Yes, sir. All right. So I was supposed to do these lamb chops last week. And then I <gasps> got, but then got sick. Then your wife tried to poison you. Um, right. And, and the food poisoning shut me down. Now, it was not anything uh, uh, that I actually, you know, I still don't know what did it. Right. But I've got those. They are delicious. I will show you how I season them. And how they come out, I think that's what I'm going to do Sunday as a potential snack for the game. Maybe it might be my dinner. I don't know yet. Yeah. But that's what I'm going to do because mm-hmm. I had gone and, and, and gotten them and then just didn't get around to getting them, you know, prepared. So that's
4: what I'm going to do this week, man. Sounds, sounds good. Nice. Hey, man, I went to the good And cheese. by the way, you don't
2: need to cook them long. I'm just no. tell,
4: telling you guys. It's kind of like venison, right? You overcook it. It's yes. bad.
2: Yeah, it's bad. You don't need to cook them long. But right. when they're done right, Unbelievable. Hey, man, did get a chance
3: to go to the uh, sister shop of our buddies at Bucket Butcher Shop, which is the Cleaver and Cork. I was pressed for time. Went to our little neighborhood place called Spazanos, which is in Tyrone. Got three little fillets wrapped in bacon. So three fillets, all wrapped in bacon. And tonight, because it's going to take me a minute to get home from here, we're going to do the reverse sear. We're going to go back to that. Okay. The, got the hickory chips yeah. on the uh, tech So we're going to do 45 minutes. You know, nice, cool temperature with 250 or so you want it, and then pops up to a high give heat. you
4: time to yeah, get down right. there. Gotcha. Yeah, as long as it's indirect heat, you're good. With a loaded spud.
2: Yeah, and by the way, real quick, we're going to be telling you guys literally all about Buckhead Butcher Shop next Friday when we're down there in Buckhead. Um, but I will tell you guys the difference, the fundamental difference, and we're going to have on all the folks that, that run the place and, and are involved with it. They've got a great chef there that has a great history here in Atlanta. Mm. The difference is that now – you have the ability to go there, purchase your meat, and also be a part of like a cooking experience, right. Mike, which is completely off the top. Not charts. to mention the pre-made sides that are good to go, good. that are ready to roll, which yeah. are amazing. The, the, yeah. the cooking experience, though, right. about, you know, w- with a chef who helps and under, you know, understands these different types of meats, it's going to be great. So next Friday we'll be out there.
4: All right, guys, as always, Yeah, Man, No Man is brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce, which is bigger, better, bolder. Go to the wsauce.com find a retailer near you. I told you about our friends at Buckhead Butcher Shop. Don't forget our friends at uh, the Georgia Hemp Company, Squid uh, Squidbilly 10, get all your c- c- CBD needs for 10% off. Mm. Turtle, hit my music.
3: Nice. And guys are continuing to uh, roll in with their favorite teacher. They were hot for teacher back in the day, Carl. Uh, what's the latest? Well, a couple guys. One guy actually said he had a female shop teacher and that she
2: was rather sexy. Interesting.
3: How about that?
2: Okay. Uh, listen, Show me how to use the bandsaw. I had, uh, yeah, my shop teacher was a was a man, he right. was a male. Yeah, I don't, I didn't. I'm trying to think back shop. And how many years did you take shop? By the way, one year.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say we had Mr. Casday, and he had a guy he talked like this. He had like little spittle in the corners of his oh,
2: mouth. Oh wow! So
3: you need like you, you always wear your goggles in shop. Three was, years. Yeah, it was more to not get Mr. Casday oh. spit
2: on. Yeah, <laughs> and he missed a <laughs> finger. Exactly. <laughs> hey, yeah. how many years you been <laughs> teaching metal shop? <laughs> Five years. Three fingers come up. Hey, big shout out to Connor, by the way. Connor's listening, guys. And he was like, hey, he is the guy over there at Buckhead Butcher Shop. So, Connor, thank you. All right, coming up. He flipped it. This is why he's going to get good really fast. We'll tell you about it coming up on Sports Radio 929 The Game.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?